Hey guys, and welcome back to the Harping On Podcast. I'm Harper Circum, and this week I'm joined by the captain of the Sandringham Dragons, Josh Sin. Josh played his junior footy at the East Brighton Vampires, NAB League footy with the Sandringham Dragons, and also plays for Vic Metro. Josh is a dashing player with a booming kick. This week, we chat about goal setting, his leadership, overcoming injuries, and much more. So let's get started. Yeah, mate. Thanks heaps for um, joining me today. Uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. It's, um, it's good to be on board. Thank you. Um, so I sort of wanted to start off. So you played your um, junior footy at uh, East Brighton Vampires, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, that's correct. So you were there from, um, when did you start playing um, AFL footy? Um, yeah, so I started um, through the Oz kick ranks probably when I was seven or eight years old. And um, yeah, I guess... Um, from the Oz kick, um, transitioned into East Brighton Vampires. And I always played with, I guess, an age group above just because that was the way um, my school level kept transitioning. So, um, yeah, probably from about under nines or under tens, started playing for Vampires and uh, pretty much played all the way until under 15. So, um, you know, pretty successful team. We went on to win uh, three premierships in a row and um, they ended up winning four in under 16s as well so it was a pretty successful team that would have been um awesome being uh being able to experience that level of success at a super young age yeah definitely because um i certainly know that my dad he um i don't think he ever won any premierships or anything and um so yeah i mean i pretty much you know i didn't really um understand what it felt like yet really winning a premiership like that because i was so young but i'm sure i'll look back on it um, and just like, I guess, be grateful to be in that um, position to have those many premierships. Yeah. And then you went to a, a super successful footy school in Xavier. Um, when did you get to um, Xavier? Uh, yeah. So I was, um, so my dad was an old Xavierian. So I guess there was um, no real doubt that I, I was going to be sent to Xavier. And um, yeah, pretty blessed. So I started in year four at the junior campus in Brighton and yeah, went the whole way through and um, yeah, there's so many friendships, so many lessons learned from Xavier. And um, yeah, that's something that I'm forever grateful for being able to go to such a um, prestigious school, which has taught me so much. Yeah, and it's obviously, it is a very prestigious school and it's very a good footy school as well. The APS is a great um, competitive footy league. Uh, where do you rank that in terms of like the, um, the degree of difficulty, I guess, of footy you've played? Um, yeah, I, well, I certainly think NAB League this year was definitely um of like the metro country challenge games so nationals level that's definitely the highest but nab leagues are a whole step above um aps football i think um like i was i was lucky enough to um play i guess in positions at aps football where i was still playing against you know like matt Rowell and Noah anderson um, in the midfield and um, that was yeah that's a whole nother level as well so um there's definitely parts of APS that are quite challenging. I think for me, it was my first real introduction into um, some serious training because I was able to become quite close with kids like Bailey Smith, Leif Vandermeer. Um, so like for, for me, I learned so many lessons from them. So um, yeah, it was kind of introduction into it. And then I guess NAB League this year was just like a whole nother step up just because everyone's working together for the common goal. Maybe, you know, having the year off last year fueled more fire for everyone. So but yeah, definitely, you know, it's, it was pretty intense. Yeah, I was going to touch on that as well. Um, 
how you said you you trained with um uh, Vandermeer and Bailey Smith and played against um Anderson and Rao. You're you still keep in contact with Bailey Smith, don't you? And communicate and get tips from him every now and then. Yeah, definitely. I was um my I'm really fortunate to have known Bailey for such a long time now. It's kind of yeah, like we've kept in touch all week. I've kind of let him have the last couple of days to himself, which he seems to be enjoying. So, um, but yeah, no, nah, like we always, always, I guess, look out for each other, keep in touch. And he's someone that like I've been able to learn um, so much off, not just necessarily speaking to him, but just watching him and, um, you know, mirroring certain things that he does. And you're also good mates with um, Finn McRae from Xavier. He's obviously playing for Collingwood now. Are you, you know, asking him questions about what it's like in the AFL system and um, all different types of things like that? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, so Finlay's in like my my close friendship group. So um, I guess we're always keeping in touch as a as a friendship group and also just him and I together just because, um, yeah, I guess I want to get to that same goal that he's at. And, um, yeah, it's just been such a – it's been such an awesome year to be able to see Finn um, not only, you know, train and um, be a part of Collingwood Football Club but to be able to represent them. And, um, yeah, it's actually – it's been quite cool to be able to go watch him at games this year. So, yeah. Yeah, and so you say you're in the same friendship group as him. You were obviously um, the younger, so 2003. Uh, do you reckon that having the year off school this year to concentrate on footy, I know that you're at uni, but um, to concentrate on footy has really helped your game? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think, um, yeah, definitely. I think for me, it's been a bit of a challenging year in terms of injury. So it's given me a lot more time to focus on my rehab, um, you know, get in contact with physios, and just do like the extras um, to put myself in the best position possible to return. So, um, yeah, certainly I think, and the beautiful thing about uni is I've been able to manage my timetable into a position where I can get it done within like the first two or three days of the week and um, really focus on, um, you know, my football, which has been really exciting. Yeah, we just, you just talked about those injuries. So you, you did a hamstring earlier in the year and you've had a few different ankle things. Um, how, well, first of all, how are you going from that? Yeah, I'm doing really well. I've um, yeah, I'm strong. I'm as strong as I've ever been, which is really exciting. It's just a bit unfortunate that um, you know, that was there wasn't any more football really after that game that I last played. So, um, but yeah, I was I'm fit and firing now. Just I guess all my focus is towards the combine at the moment. Yeah, and what was the so what was the initial reaction when you did the hamstring initially, and then you had the ankle complaints? What was like? What was your um initial like jerk reaction? Uh, the hamstring was a bit like, it felt more like a cramp. So I was really, I still thought I was going to be able to play in the Oz game, um, like three days later or whenever it was. So I didn't really get too down on myself, but then when I, um, I just woke up the next day, I could barely get out of bed. So I felt pretty horrible. Um, but like for me, it was not necessarily, um, getting so like down, you know, on myself and being quite like negative because, um, like it reflect, like it rubs off on the rest of the playing group. So, um, yeah, I was just staying really positive. You know, although it did suck at the time, um, like I was in such an awesome environment, like an elite environment. There was so much for me to learn, um, not just being out on the track, but um, yeah, just taking things from different coaches and and whatnot. And then with the ankle, it was a bit more of like a yeah, that was that just hurt a bit more, just because I was you know finally coming back, and I felt like that Metro game was me like starting to get back into my best football. Um, but yeah, like very similar again, I was able to like apply myself, apply myself in different areas of the game, which um, I wouldn't have been able to do if I was playing. So, yeah. 
Yeah, that's um, it's really awesome, and it sounds like you're very like mentally strong and um, been able to get yourself through this, which is a credit to you. Um, something that I've learned about you, which I th- which I'm really interested in, is um, you're a big goal setter. I'm pretty sure. Um, is that something you do regularly, or are there? I think you've got five big goals. I read. Um, like, can you t- talk to us a little bit about those? Yeah, like for me, I used to be. I used to, I guess, not really come to the te- the whole th- terms of setting goals. I didn't really believe in it too much. And then, um, I guess, having a whole year off last year, not really doing much, I was able to um, not just like reflect on what's happened, like in terms of my football and school and whatever. But I've been, mean, I was able to, I guess, prepare myself for what was to come and. Um, for me, I was lucky enough to get a, a journal from the Inner Game Journal, um, and they were um, like I still use that journal every day, setting goals, just daily goals. Um, and yeah, I think that's been it's been such an important thing for me this year, just to stay quite balanced and um, not getting ahead of myself. Um, so yeah, like setting like weekly goals, um, monthly goals, and then for me, it's been a bit different this year, just setting rehab goals this year as well. So yeah, a bit of a a goal set, which has helped me a lot, just keeping positive as well. Yeah, no, it definitely would keep you on the right track, which is uh, sounds like you're doing, which is awesome. Um, you touched on some success you had in your early footy career, and then a bit later you went to do the under-16s champ, which you were captain of the Vic Metro squad that ultimately won that um, that champ. How was that, ex- how was that experience as a whole? Yeah, that was an awesome experience. It was something um, I was not expecting at all. I played... I missed out on the um, the Vic Metro practice matches to be able to get into the squad just because I was away on a school trip and um, to still be, I guess, selected in that squad and then then get announced as captain, it came as quite a surprise. And um, like me and Jackson Kornberg, the coach of Dragons, we still joke about it today how, like, I guess neither of us thought I'd be in that position. But um, like for me, Jacko helped me so much through that period, just being able to, I guess learn um, like learn like leadership capabilities and traits, um, and yeah, like that trip was awesome. Like going away for a week in the state with just playing footy. Um, I think I got a week off school maybe for that as well. So um, it was pretty awesome and uh, something that like I hold very dearly just because it taught me a lot about being professional and um, what it would be like in a little snapshot to be a, an AFL player. Yeah, and you touched on um, the leadership there. You obviously were named co-captain of the um, Dragons this year, which is congratulations, first of all. Um, but leadership, is that something that has come naturally to you? I know you talked about your coach and you're working on it, but from a young age, were you always uh, like captain in junior squads and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I was always the captain of um, the Vampires junior team, but it was pretty easy to be captain back then. You pretty much just gave a pre-game rev up and didn't have to do much, but... Um, like now it's a lot more, I guess, complex and it's a lot more enjoyable. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think it necessarily just came naturally. Um, um, I guess as time has gone past, I've matured a fair bit. Um, I've been able to realize, um, like what's needed, not just on game day, but throughout the week to be able to prepare the whole team. Um, so yeah, no, it hasn't come naturally. It's certainly been like a work in progress and I'm still working on it as well. Just, um, because, yeah, I mean, in the AFL, there's so many different types of leaders. You look at someone like Jack Steele, who's, you know, admittedly not um, loud off-field or not the loudest in the room, but, like, he likes to lead by example. Um, so, like, for me, you know, taking little things like that from him and then as a Carlton supporter myself, someone like Patrick Cripps being the real 
I guess the standing, like he literally leads everyone out like a warrior. So a bit like that, taking little things from different players. Yeah, it's um very important to try and get bits of um from experienced guys like they are, and that sounds um yeah doing that sounds like you're doing that really well. Um, last year as well, you managed to put on um a bit of weight. You put on 13 kilos in six months, which you thought was a really big part of your game that you um thought you needed to develop. How did you do that? Because that's an amazing effort from um from yourself. Yeah, um, I was. Yeah, I was lucky enough to be able to be in a position where we could buy some gym equipment at home. And um, yeah, I started just smashing out gym weights. And for the first month or two, I was I was like getting a lot thinner, but like a lot leaner and I kind of went the complete opposite of what I was thinking. So um, yeah, like I was, I kind of did my own little research about how to put on weight and like cal- eating in like calorie surpluses and whatnot, um, but also eating like the right amount of, um, fats, carbs, and and proteins as well. So, uh, yeah, like I, I think I spent a fair bit of money at the grocery store um, with mum, just picking out heaps of food that I'd smashed throughout the week. And um, yeah, I was a, uh, it was mainly just my diet. I really started to focus on that because I guess that was something that was missing from, um, I guess, from my life at the time. So yeah, was that something that you? Um, noticed in yourself and thought to yourself that you needed to put on um, a bit of muscle or were you getting, uh, were you instructed to do that by a coach or a footy club or how did that happen? Um, it was a bit of, I found, I guess, I found a bit of a passion during lockdown to start going to the gym and um, yeah, like I, I didn't really get told to put on weight, but I kind of got hinted at through, um, I guess, coaches saying, we see you playing at this position like throughout the, in the midfield next year. And I looked at myself and I like just kind of said, I'm not going to play midfield if I'm this frame. Um, so yeah, it was just a bit like me taking ownership of my development as a, as an athlete. And I just decided, yeah, I think it's best to you know put on weight. I think like I ended up putting 15 or 16 kilos on, but I guess I chopped a few of them down just because um like it balanced out the running um, side of things as well. So, um, yeah. Um, so you say that, that you they were telling you you want to play midfield and you couldn't do that. Is that still where you want to play your footy now or is do you prefer yourself off the half-back line or where do you see your best footy um, now? Uh, that's a great question. I've been asked that a fair bit and I'm still not quite sure. Um, I guess the beauty um, about it is I've been able to show myself in a lot of different positions this year and um, – yeah, it's something that like I enjoy. I enjoy like the unexpected, um, you know, three quarter, like in the third quarter getting told, yeah, no, I have a run on ball. I kind of enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I certainly think even like a transition onto the wing or something um, could occur. But like for me, um, you know, being able to use my leadership, like a leadership ability off halfback, I can see the whole ground. Um, yeah, I think that's something that's I guess, really stands out at the moment. Another thing that you can use of yours, which is a huge strength, is your um your dash is super quick. You um is that something that you've been working on, or was that just natural? You've just always been um super quick. Uh, I've always been involved in um athletics, junior juniors, and whatnot. But I was never really um like this quick. It kind of it's um it's a it's pretty funny how it all worked. Like in year year ten, so twenty oh, twenty eighteen, I ran. 12 three in the 100 so i was the fourth quickest fourth slowest in the four by 100 relay team at the time 
And then I went away for three weeks. Um, and then I did like three running sessions on a beach, came back and ran 11.3 and equaled the school record. So, um, yeah, it's amazing how it all works, but it was kind of just me growing into my body a bit and um, even just a bit of confidence in myself um, being able to run that quick. Is there anyone that in the AFL now that you look at, we've talked about people that you that you know personally and um, leaders that you're inspired by, but is there anyone else that plays the same position as you and you look to them um, to try and base your game off? Um, not really specifically anyone. I've kind of looked at someone like Isaac Smith a fair bit, just um, like run and carry. And um, like he, he does play wing um, a lot and he'll still take kick-ins and, um, like generate at least 50 metres of run before he'll kick it. Kick it. So he's a, uh, a metres gain type of player, which I guess is um, someone I like to, I guess, base a little bit that off. And, um, yeah, like, I mean, I'm a Carlton supporter. I can't not like watching Adam Saad run off half back as well. So, um, yeah, there's, there's heaps of players that I like to, I guess, base my game off. Um, coming into the combine at the end of the year and towards the draft, is there anything, so obviously you took a big focus on um, your physical side of things last year. Is there anything that you're working on specifically um, this year to prepare yourself best for the draft? Yeah, I think I'm just smashing out my um, my endurance running. I think um, like that's the, like, the most unfortunate thing about being injured this year is I've barely been able to um, run and like keep really fit and with lockdown, the swimming pools have been closed. So it's been actually quite challenging to stay as fit as I was throughout the whole season. So for me, I'm just really, um, I guess, enjoying being able to run um, a lot now. And um, yeah, like for me, I'm like, I don't really want to get drafted and, um, you know, be like a couple steps behind um, players. I want to put myself in the best position possible to play round one next year. So, um, you know, for me, I, I feel like that's going to be, um, having a really good running base before I enter the club. Um, yeah, well, man, you sound like a super determined guy that's um, going to do lots of amazing things when you do eventually get drafted um, at the end of the year. I can't thank you enough for your time. You've been awesome, man. Um, thank you so much. No worries. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. Thanks heaps for listening to this episode of the Harping On podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Make sure to go over to the Instagram at Harping On underscore. Give it a follow and leave me some feedback. And also give us a follow on the TikTok as well at Harping.on. Thanks heaps. See you next time.